start everything early and hope for the best. Oh no! Okay. Broken a nail. Lovely. It's a very nice shop, sir. Shame we're closed for podcasting at the moment. I think we're alive now, but who knows? We're barely alive at the best of times, John. You've got your hand over the lens. See, this is what you get when you meddle with young people's media. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to move like an old person. Hello. (laughs) Comedy. Comedy, comedy. (laughs) Anyone out there, hello, but you won't be out there anyway. And it's all good. It's going to be a catastrophe, this. Okay, so this this is the Grouchy Club podcast. It's Sunday the 10th of May. Are we recording this? We're recording this. We are for for posterity. And we're we're trying it on uh, Periscope as well. How fantastic. Which will be a terrible disaster. I'm very excited. We can't see anything. It's going to switch off halfway through. As in up Periscope. As in up Periscope and up anything else you want. So this is uh, Copsy has now returned triumphantly from uh, from Kenya where she was for three weeks. Three and a half, three and a half. Yeah, I'm not sure about triumphantly. Went, but, went, um, went to the fringe three and a half. Oh, don't. It just it feels like I've been away for years. But um, what I have been, I have the burning question is: Has anything of note at all? Happened while I was away. Nah, a bit, a bit of a backache there. I don't know what that mm. is, but yes, and nothing, nothing, nothing. Everything's just been normal. Okay, well, that's yeah. that was good. That was my big idea for the for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that talking is, uh, about oh, talking been about. A, there's been an, uh, an uh, uh, what's it called? An election. There's been an election. Yeah. An election. Yeah. Who won? I don't know. They elected a royal baby. I wasn't really following the. the, uh, the oh the God, that that is the only thing that made the papers. In Kenya. The election? No, the royal baby. Oh. Which I suppose was the result of an erection. (laughs) 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 Comedy, folks, comedy. Um, Yeah, I just, it was there and pictures of her in a white frock. Her? What's her name? Boris Johnson. What's her name? Kate, Catherine. Catherine, you should know. Oh, I know. They called her after me, you know. I know. Was Mm. it Catherine something, Catherine Elizabeth uh, Diana? Because they figured they couldn't really call the princess Diana. They've it called be, it Diana. The third name is Diana because they have to get it in there somewhere. Uh, but they can't call the princess Diana because it'd be a terrible weight around her neck for the rest of her life. Absolutely. And she'd be, be looking over her shoulder. It's in such taxis. a skanky name, though. What Diana? Diana. You just turned off half the population. Why? <laughs> Only half. That's unlikely, John. <laughs> Normally it's three quarters. Um, I just think it's a. Well, I remember there used to be a girls' magazine. A little girl's magazine called Diana. Well, better than calling and it Jackie. Be- and better than calling her Beano or something. I thought you were going to say Beatrice. Oh, that um, quite nice. uh, uh, so, yes, now I was... Anyway, so how, 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 was, how was Kenya? Hor- it- well, it was... Well, just at the, um, in the interest of cheering up uh, all the many people who hate me out there, uh, I was gang-mugged on a bus. Well, a little Amatatu, which is like a minibus, into which they squeeze as many people as they can. Uh, so I was gang mugged. How do you get mugged in an enclosed space crowd well, with people? I, well, I think somebody uh, has, you know, maybe Michael Legg has been in touch with uh, the Kenyans. And so I got on this bus, uh, probably about 40 people on it. Uh, I was, there was one, I should have known, there was one seat right beside the door, empty, and four men standing. Now, that is just never going to happen in Kenya. Men standing so that a woman can sit down. It's just not... I should immediately have thought, I'm, I'm about to be gang-mugged and just handed over my laptop then and there. But I sat down and um, almost immediately... Because the, the, the Matatus stop 
you basically just step out into the middle of the road, wave your arms, and if they've got a spare seat, they stop. Or run you over, indeed. But this one stopped, got on, sat down. We went about two yards, and one of the standing guys took a step forward and dropped his keys in my lap. And I thought, oh dear, he's dropped his keys. Picked them up, gave them to him. See, well brought up girl. And uh, then he went, oh no, no, there's coins, there's coins. And he kind of went like this. So he pinned me into, like this means he... He put his body across mine, pinned me by my shoulders into my seat. And then, it was like the world's least erotic gangbang. Because there were hands everywhere. Because it was uh, two other guys who were... The guy who sat beside me obviously was involved, because he just turned his back and let them get on with it. So there was three guys actually with their hands everywhere. I had phones, a uh, phone in my pocket, so I was grabbing my pockets and pulling my jacket around me. I was grabbing my bag and trying to hold it closed. Meanwhile, I was kicking, aiming for some Kenyan, you know, nutsack, and uh, shouting, you know, this idea of help, help, um, thief, thief. (coughs) And nobody blinked. I say, probably Michael Legg's been involved in a hate cop stick campaign in the slums of Nairobi. Um, But... uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. And to be fair, they, they, didn't, they weren't punching or anything. It was more like being in a group tickle, except that the stakes were higher than that because I thought they were going to get everything. And I had my passport in my bag because I was on my way to, send, to M-Pesa to send some money for a grant to somebody, and I had the money for the grant. So I was kicking and yelling. Uh, so, again, it must have been about two minutes, the... Makanga, the conductor, kind of went, the, they jumped off, and I went, in Swahili, I said, stop them, stop them, thief, thief, they've got my laptop, and he just said, twend it, which means let's go, and the bus sped off, so obviously the Makanga was in on it as well, and I was sitting there, rumpled, but unscathed, uh, and I, thought, I, had my, I had my phone, had my bag, had the uh, money, had the, so, so, could have been a lot worse, uh, laptop gone. Now, those of you who are glued to my blog, metaphorically speaking, it's on Facebook, it could be technically very messy if you did glue yourselves to it. Um, it's on the Mamma Beashara Facebook page. Yeah, not that you would know, John, as you don't read it. I can, fe- I can feel the foundations of our relationship cracking. I like Michael Legg, he's a very nice man. He's a brilliant comedian. I'm quite gutted that he hates me so much, because I think he's brilliant. Um, I anyway... I don't see what's wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with him. He's brilliant. And? He just hates me, that's all. I don't see what's wrong with him. <laughs> oh, very funny. Yeah, sorry, it took two goes to get that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Uh, where was I? Yeah, um, those crap. of you who are glued to my blog will know that the, the laptop had been a disaster from day one. Hence, uh, the lack of uh, podcasts, Grouchy Club podcasts, while I was away because uh, I couldn't get the laptop, the, the laptop wasn't working, then the Wi-Fi wasn't working, then I couldn't get Skype downloaded. It was just horrendous. So, I mean, the one bright thing is the thieving cunts that stole it uh, have got a laptop with no battery. Uh, the mouse is very dodgy. It's, uh, you know, you'd be faster, e- trying emailing on it, you'd be faster with a pigeon. And uh, so, I mean, they will rip it apart and it does have a new 
hard drive. So, so have, you, have you got all your backup backed up somewhere? Do I look like a girl who backs up? Well, did I have heard rumours? Mm. Mm. Only if I'm very drunk. Uh, but uh, so no, I didn't. But what that laptop? Because of course it had already died, and it got a new hard drive. What it had on it were six of my diaries, my blogs, mm. and the already rejected script for a French porn movie. Already? Why, why was it rejected? Oh. Well, we should establish you, you're not a, a newcomer to the French porn movie industry. Absolutely script. not. No, I'm delighted to say I've been working in and around the professional porn industry for quite some time. In fact, uh, all, well, at least 50% of the money that started Mama Biashara came from porn. And it's, you know, given that I've rendered myself for various reasons pretty much unemployable uh, within the television industry. Uh, the only way I get to make money these days is the occasional porn script, which pays 200 quid. But, you know, for, for how that long? buys a lot of pot noodle. 90 minutes? Yeah, 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyway, this, this is uh, Marce uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, Dorcel, Mark Dorcel Films, Paris. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I'd written a script, oh, and then they changed their minds about what they wanted, so I rewrote it, and then they changed their minds again. Uh, first of all, they wanted to air, finishing with uh, this woman, this MILF, um, shagging her best friend's daughter. Then they wanted her shagging uh, a bloke with whom there was a lot of sexual tension. Then they didn't want the sexual tension. Then they didn't want her uh, screwing her best friend's daughter. Uh, and then they decided that the big finish was going to be uh, a gangbang featuring a very well-known, very beautiful American porn actress who's well-known for not even doing anal. So I, and this is all for 200 quid. I'm out there saving lives, up to my nipples in slime, poverty and cholera. And trying to think, now, hmm, how do we get around this gangbang situation? So you're, but, actually, you're actually writing this in, in your slum in Kenya? In my slum in Kenya, right, yeah. Because you don't live in uh, luxurious hotels, you live in... I don't know, you, 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 I look at them as I go past. You did live in a crate at some point, didn't you? No, I'm living in a, uh, it's a, what do you call it, a container. Okay, but it's yeah. made into a little house. Yeah. But that's the last time I can't live there anymore because they're demolishing the entire area. That's what happens in slums. They're not that permanent. <laughs> you can go away and come back and find your house just isn't there anymore. Can't the crate be moved? That's the thing. Mm. Crates, crates move, don't they? But it's not my crate. Uh -huh. And it is being moved. It's being moved out to uh, uh, Rongai, which is a, a kind of rural area on the outskirts uh, of Nairobi. So you're squatting in someone else's crate? So I'm squatting in someone else's... Well, I'm paying rent. So, so, so hold on. So, so to support your, your charity uh, background, yes. you're squatting in someone else's crate yep. in, in a slum, yep, writing porn. porn scripts. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You've got to establish that. Good. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, well, tried Bono, but... It is, frankly, it, I find him morally reprehensible. Is that some sort of porn term? I don't know, Bono. Several of them around. Now, um, have, have you ever indulged? You should co-star, you'd make more money, surely. Indulged? No. I've got a couple of friends that I've roped in as extras. When you say roped in? Well, I said male. When you say Two roped females. in? I say, look, do you want to come along, hang out with some stunningly gorgeous women who are going to be naked all day? When you say hang out? Uh, be... Well, it was like the, the Porn Week series that, that I did. Um... People came along on a holiday and they got to hang out on a porn set, share a hotel with the cast and crew. And then, depending on how close you wanted to get to the action, you could either just sit and watch the scenes being shot or you could be the lube guy. 
You could be, you could hold the porn box. Uh, there was a couple of movies where there were parts for extras. You got to fondle, a bit of fondling in a, in a monk's robe. Fluffing? No, no such thing as fluffing, John. Does that have the wrong word? It is no, fluffing, no, 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 there's no fluffing. Uh, right, Nobody right. has fluffed since the 60s. Oh, oh, oh. They can't afford them. It used to be in the 60s that there were like, how can I put this? Munters, ugly girls who uh, wanted to be in porn, but they would never put them in a movie. But what they would do would be have them there as fluffers because they basically just wanted to be in porn, but as I say, munters. And uh, so they would get to rev the guys up. But no, 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 generally speaking, when the guys come, you know, ready to rock, or they give themselves one off the wrist. Well, when you said you can't get fluffers, this is because it's a highly specialised thing, like no, 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 chicken no. sex. They don't, no, because now the budgets, generally speaking, the budgets for porn films are so low. £200 a script, I hear. You cannot afford fluffers. Plus, um, as I say, most of the guys come ready to roll. They'll just give themselves one off the wrist. When you say come? Arrive, ready to roll. That's, that, that was beneath you, John. Well, the rule of three, I've done two. I thought I'd do a third the one. Boswell of comedy. <laughs> and cum puns are the best you can do. Boswell, to say nothing of Johnson, will be burling in his grave. Burling? Burling, it's a Scottish word. I'm allowed to use Scottish words down here, given that the Scott Nats are now the second largest party. Oh, no, third, was it? In the House, house, house of Commons. Third, third, third. Third largest party in the House of Commons. But I do outrank you, so I'm a Highlander, and I've never heard of Burl. 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 Is it, is it some sort of... B-I-R-L. means to twirl round. Uh, I said Burl Reed. Yeah, but you're not... Even, I don't believe you're a Highlander. <laughs> anyway. You talk like an Englishman. I, sadly, I do. Mm. It, I have to explain when I go... So what did you vote? Are you, are you not allowed to ask that? I just did. No, I, 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 I always go with the winning side, obviously. Aha. Uh-huh. You don't know where I voted, though. I, I could have been somewhere else. No. Anyway, but anyway, uh, so, so we should be doing something about comedy, I feel. I know. Although porn is slightly well, comic. Well, I have to say that... Uh, you don't have to say. Porn is not... No, I don't have to say, but I will say. Uh, well, sex, porn can be very, very funny. Well, sex is ridiculous to begin with. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Uh, the, the bit of this, news... This is not always about uh, comedy, I'd like to point out. No, it's not always about Kenya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it is usually about me, which some people are getting very fed up with. I don't know, uh, Giada, the, the Italian uh, comic, desperate to hear you Giada Garofalo. Gesundheit, yes, yes. Marvellous. They're wonderful, the Italian comics. Have you been to... Not since you left, I, I felt it... We have to go back. We have to, yeah. We have to. Yeah. They're coming here. They're going to do a show oh. in the Mamma Biashara Emporium, as is the wonderful Jacinto Palmieri. And this is, we're talking about Il Puma Londonese. We are. Although apparently Jada tells me I do that in a Sicilian accent or something. So it just... Sounds a bit boring wood to me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but the, the news, apart from the Royal Sprog, uh, the other news that reached me in... Uh, Kenya, well, and I was genuinely in the midst of poverty, devastation, mugging and cholera. Well, you come from Glasgow. Uh, I was very, very upset to hear that Robin Ince is giving up stand-up comedy. Surely not. What's he doing, science? No, apparently spending more time with his family or something. But it's, it's why couldn't someone shit give up stand-up comedy? Well, that's going to be awful for the family. The worst, the worst thing for a family is to have a stand-up comic living with them permanently. Imagine living with Lewis Schaefer. Mm. I thought I'd get him in. Even Lewis Schaefer doesn't like living with Lewis Schaefer, <laughs> which is the gist of his act. 
actually. <laughs> he died in Redditch this week. Did he? He did. It's in Facebook. You should read it occasionally. Was it horrible? He says he says he's never going to be invited back to the the Redditch theatre again. Well, we shouldn't talk about Louis. I would imagine the world is littered with places that he's not going to get invited back to. <laughs> Well, here's his wife's home, for example. Right? Ah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. You're Robin Ince. I think it's... An obituary for Robin Ince, comedian. I, under- I understand why he's doing it. And he says it might, you know, he might take two years off. It might, it might not be a retirement, it might be a sabbatical. So he's teasing us. This is like Nigel Farage. And, uh, but I think he'll be a real loss, and I think it's a shame. And, you know, as I say, I wish that one of the many shit comics who litter the industry nowadays uh, had retired instead. I, I just think it's, you know, it's, it's such a shame, but it, it's, it's no longer really an industry for the monumentally intelligent, thinking, opinionated, uh, politically and intellectually driven comics. Are we talking about porn again? No, we're talking about comedy, John. Oh, right. It's a comedy yeah. podcast, remember? Oh, yes. yes. Comedy podcast. I'm very old, I forget. You were the one who said it. Yeah. Comedy podcast. Is Boswell that, of comedy. Boswell. Is, is there Dwyane. That's us. Uh, no, you're... Yeah, the Dwyane and a... Uh, yes. A Dwyane and a Boswell. Yes, yeah, so I, I get uh, alphabetically uh, listed higher. Yeah. Uh, is there much comedy in Kenya? Yeah, oddly enough, yeah, it's, uh, there's loads of stand-up comedy, and one of their, their biggest stars is a guy called Churchill, who has a huge... Uh, That's enough, yes. So, uh, uh, Primetime comedy show on a Saturday night. Oh, on telly? On telly. Hey. It's on telly. So there's a lot. There's, there's what is a sketch show? No, stand-up. What, half an hour of stand-up? Or no, I think it's whatever. about an hour long. But Bloody it's, hell. <laughs> yeah, it's in the same way that Michael McIntyre's roadshow, sadly, on many occasions, isn't just Michael McIntyre. You know, and... Yeah, but uh, one stand-up for an hour is going at something, though. That's like no, a, a but I, that's what I'm... Watch my lips, John. It's not just him. It's his show, but there are many stand-ups on the show introduced by him. I'm going to have this rather insipid cup of tea that you just made me. Uh, I'll try my best with you. I'm very, No very sugar. You want some sugar? <laughs> now, <laughs> that's one of the best offers I have been made in a long, long time, John. It was just possibly the intonation that wasn't quite right. You're going to go out more, meet people. <laughs> well, we're doing this in the Manor Beer Shara shop, and people are now watching from outside. I know. Is now, I know. The, 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 As a matter of fact, there are more people here than there were at many of our gr- grouchy clubs in Edinburgh, <laughs> I seem to remember. Yeah. But there wasn't an entire family there with uh, a small boy with uh, a red. Uh, Sash over his... He looked like a young pioneer from communist days. Well, they looked, they looked a bit I, Korean to me. Am I genuinely going to get you some sugar while you... No, you're not. Oh, well, you you know, I'd rather, I'd rather continue to complain about the tea. But you, can, you can complain on, on about other things. Now, there must have been something interesting happening in comedy. No, in comedy? No, mm. nothing at all. Uh, I didn't even know Robin Ince had uh, left this, this mortal coil. Mm. Uh, it, wasn't in, it wasn't in short. Oh, well, I, I know what else. What? Bloody Tommy Shepard's an MP. Is he? Mm. Dis- Your eyes have gone all funny, John. We discussed this before, Anne. I can't say the line. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, I can't. It's, it's actionable. <laughs> oh, I, I think that it's, it's, it's a, a God-given truth that all politicians are lying, weaselly bastards. Your word's not mine. And it's, it's certainly uh, a suggestion that could be put 
that ergo, Tommy might fit in rather well. <laughs> Having said which... Well, you're a lawyer. What are the laws of... Uh, no, no, I mean, it's, it's just a suggestion. Uh, yes. Mm. It's just a suggestion. Ah, thank you. Um, now, you I seem I'm to... I'm disassociated from myself from what she said there. That would be disassociating yourself from yourself, which I think you'll find is a psychiatric condition which could land you in or, uh, an asylum. Or on stage as a stand-up comedian. Exactly. Good. Book <laughs> your spot now. Yes. Um, did I... No, no, not read no. something from you at one point that said something about you had high hopes of this year's Edinburgh. Did I? Yeah. I think I, I, it, it was somebody that you'd seen. Oh, uh, oh, well, I, I'm, the, I'm the perfect comedy audience because as soon as I leave somewhere, about three minutes later, I've forgotten what I've heard. Mm. Uh, uh, so You're the, genetically part goldfish. I'm the genetically part comedy audience. Hmm. Uh, no, no, I, I, so I've forgotten. I'm sure they were wonderful. Who have who I seen this wonderful? I it was some, some female. Some uh, woman, she said dismissively. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you wouldn't like them then. Yeah, no. I, I did see Michael Brunstrom. He was great. He, he, he wore a toga. Uh, did He's a... The, the, the human thingy, isn't he? No, he used to be the human Loire. Yes, apparently the human stopped Loire. Be, he apparently stopped being a French river now. And he was dressed in a, in a Roman toga, mm -hmm. uh, doing an act in which he said he was Mary Quant in a true story of how she went on a whaling expedition. And he seemed to be doing it in a slightly German accent. Uh, OK, that sounds good. I think that's worth a prize in its own, really. Yes, I'm thinking we ought to get the Malcolm Hardy <laughs> Awards judges out there as soon as possible. <laughs> I do like Michael Brunstrom. Uh, anyway, uh, so I I I've seen lots of good women. All, all, all the good women, all the good comics at the moment tend to be women. Really? Well, Martin Stone said all the really bizarre ones are women, and it's true. Bizarre is good, bizarre, bizarre is good. Bizarre is good, yeah. Uh, uh, now... Although bizarre and woman are the same, same thing. It's the tautology, isn't it, really? I want to know. You don't really. I'm not the jealous type. John, as you know, but who have you been with since I've been away? With? Well, on the podcast. I thought you meant in a biblical way. You've been with other people, haven't you? Mean you mean you don't listen to it? Uh, there's a lovely Juliet Burton. Oh, I knew it. You've been unfaithful. <laughs> and there was uh, Lewis Schaefer. But he doesn't count, does he? Mm. Uh, uh, it, might, it might have been a woman. And who else? Who else? I think that was it, wasn't it? Uh, well, loads of dead Malcolm Hardy uh, tapes. Right. Malcolm Hardy's funeral and Malcolm Hardy talking to So what to did me. you do with Juliet Burton then? Uh, I mostly rather, rather wantonly plugged her, her upcoming shoes, which mm -hmm. I realised afterwards I shouldn't really have been doing. Whereas, of course, with Lewis Schaefer, we just meandered around talking about Lewis Schaefer. Of course. Yeah. You mean you don't listen to my, my, you haven't listened to my podcast? Well, they are our podcasts. Wait, you should listen to them. I know, I don't. It's a bit like my blog where I never actually read my blog. I right? couldn't even get online to email, uh, John, as you know. So what about what are Juliet's shows? She's doing more than one. Well, no, since she left, I think, she's doing a, a monthly show called Happy Hour. She's done the second one, first Tuesday of every month, at a place called Canvas in... Well, they claim it's in Shoreditch. It's actually the top end of Brick Lane. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the first in a series of happy cafes in which uh, they're going to be totally positive and eat, eat positive food and do positive Woman things. Woman who spent her life, half her life being clinically depressed. I well, suppose that's it. Is that the point? Well, happy hour? <laughs> well, she introduces, it by, she introduces it by saying, this is the happy hour. It lasts two hours, and there's a comedy show presented by a woman who's clinically depressed. So she, she, she answers this, I think. I also I read that lovely Yorick Moo. He's gone with his boyfriend to Brighton, that's all I know. He, uh, he had something on Facebook about wanting to do an hour of comedy about depression. It's the big thing now, really, isn't it? Depression. Been, uh, it's been my, quite a big thing for quite a long time. Only since my blog. I, I think I've highlighted the importance of depression in comedy. Yeah, and, well, and in reading blogs. Yes. Uh, yes uh, yeah. And I suppose every, everyone in comedy is mad to a certain extent, otherwise they wouldn't be comedians. Well, yes, it's not normal. 
Well, either, either mad or, uh, because people go into comedy for different reasons, mainly, obviously, for the sex and the fame and the money. Uh, and look at the coke. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are the ones I can't believe, for example, that Robin Inns went into comedy for the sex and the oh, no. drugs and the, the fame. He went into it because he had shit to say. And yeah, it's kind yeah, of the divide. Yeah. There are comics yeah. who, who just want to say stuff. And that was how the alternative lot started, because they had political stuff to say. Mm. And now it's kind of come more than full circle and we're back to a whole load of young people, all the people who just want to be famous and applauded and really have got fuck all to say. Yes. Well, no, no there, there is a dividing line there, isn't there? I mean, there are the sort of the, uh, well, the, all those scientific people, always going all about science, there are sort of the factual ones and some slight political ones and then just the random ones. I think I feel a bit random at the moment. Mm, I'm just... It's coming to an end, this, isn't it? Do you it? think... Well, I don't know. I, do, I think that the... You can you on a rule. The, uh, the election might be food for comedy. Well, now, now, now someone did, I had two people say to me in my increasingly prestigious blog, but, uh-huh. but, but of course I've forgotten what they said, but it was, uh-huh. all, it was all about how Margaret Thatcher was actually responsible for uh, alternative comedy, not, yes. not, not because people disagree with her policies, but because uh, there was quite good social uh, uh, money to be had. You, you, you got paid to do nothing, and if you could, yeah. you could actually sit at home and be a comedian. Yes. Uh, and and you, I don't think you got... Well, you didn't earn enough money to be taxed on it. So in fact, there was a, Margaret Thatcher started a, a, a financial reason to be a comedian, uh, and I can't remember the logic, but it is quite good logic. You can always read my ancient blogs. Oh, listen. So really, with the, all the welfare cuts, there's probably no more comedians coming up because nobody's going to be able to sit at home doing nothing and uh, and getting paid for it. Allegedly. Which is why all the up and coming comedians uh, are middle class, irritating people well, or posh were. boys with dangerous hair. Uh, whose daddies and mummies can pay for them to sit at home scribbling nonsense on an iPad. They always were, though. I mean, uh, um, uh, Beyond the Fringe and, and Monty Python were all sort of those sort of people, and they were all Oxbridge people. I think Monty mm. Python was totally Oxbridge, wasn't it? Yes. One or the other. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't stand-up. Well, no, but they, she they, said, they, frantically trying to shore up her obviously shaky argument. No, but they, they, they were the, the vanguard of the new comedy. Uh, were well, they? I thought Alexis Sale was supposed to be the vanguard of the new comedy. No, no, I mean, in, in the 19, late 1950s, it was Beyond the Fringe brought in new comedy. Then uh-huh. Beyond, oh, yes. Beyond, um, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, not that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was funny in its own way. It was, yes, Russ Mayer, sadly, hel- sadly oh! forgotten. We're back, we're back Russ to porn Mayer. again. Russ Mayer, Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Oh, my no, no, God, the man was a genius. No, the Beyond the Valley of the Dolls was, was a cracking. I think, I think, was it Beyond the Valley of the Ultra There were many cracks in it, as I uh, seem hey, to remember. Beyond the Valley of the Ultra Vixens, I seem to remember. Oh! I seem to remember it was crap because he'd read his own reviews or something. Mm, yes, He was yes. a bit overly conscious. But I reckon anyone listening who hasn't seen Beyond the Valley of oh. the Dolls is a cracker. And <laughs> as is Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. I think I have seen that. Oh, it's, it's glorious. It's worth it for the title, isn't it's it? It's glorious. <laughs> and, and it sounds so good. What's your favourite film? Well, I think it has to be Russ Meyer's uh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Just for the title. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 uh, when you do your porn writing, because I think this is inter- yes. interesting, mm-hmm. uh, do you suggest the titles? No. Ah, because, well, I, because I... A, because they always have something hideous. And, you know, I, even I draw the line at... But what I did one time was I put a working title on a film that I wrote, uh, and I just called it. I just thought, what the 
fuck. I just called it snow sluts. It was, <laughs> it was, it was shot in the Swiss Alps. Uh, they're all very posh, but it, it was about uh, skiing and all that. So I just called it Snow Slut. Next thing you know, there we are, the cover of the DVD, Snow Sluts. Yes. So that's, you know, maybe I should just... I've never seen the film. The, the film I always wanted to see was, it was originally released as Snow White and the Seven Perverts. Ah, yes. And then Disney threatened to sue, because they, mm. they claimed they had copyright on Snow White, which I think is a bit, bit dubious. They possibly but, but do. The, but yeah. the, the producers then, then changed Snow White and the Seven Perverts to Someday My Prince Will Come. Ah, uh, even better. I thought these people are my sort even of people. Even better. Because yes. <laughs> the, one, the ones that, that are fun to make up are all the parody ones, you know, Shaving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> And all, all those ones, they're hilarious. I mean, that's, that's a great kind of... Um, what's, what's the plot of shaving? <laughs> well, it's basically, it's supposed... To, all of them are very loosely based on the original films. So that is very loosely based so it, on Saving <laughs> Private Ryan. So in wartime France... We're recording a podcast here. We'll be done in a minute. We're recording a podcast. We will be done in a minute. People are queuing up. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, they should... Oh, my God. Oh, they're my Swiss ladies. Oh, I have to let them in. She has to go and see her Swiss ladies. Should we finish now? You carry on. I, th- no, I think we should I'll finish now. I'll be back now. in a minute. No, that's it. We're going to finish now. Do you speak Italian? It's the only reason I'm letting them in. 